Thank you for visiting Discontinued on Display. We are so happy you have joined us. At this time, we ask of you a few small favors. Please refrain from eating or drinking while you're in the museum. Please stay with your guides at all times. If you separate, you will get lost. And also please, uh, oh my God, can you please stop that clacking? Welcome back to Discontinued on Display. I am Chris. And my name is Matt. We are in the beginnings of season two. And uh, I I feel like I say this to you every time before we hit the record button, which is, Mm -hmm. man, I really didn't think there was going to be this much content on this subject. But wow, the the articles that I dove into, the rabbit holes that I find, I, I, I have a secret love for going down internet rabbit holes. It is how I found out that uh, if you have a kidney stone, uh, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad is the ride you should ride. Yes. Did, did you not know about this? I didn't know that. Why is that? Um, they're not sure. Um, so there was a, <laughs> a there was a doctor that somehow with like some of his patients with kidney stones figured out that like they were passing on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. So he asked Disney for permission to like test this. And so he built a 3d model of a kidney with a kidney stone and wrote it a bunch of times with like different models of different variables. And it like, if you sat in the back, it passed like 65% of the time. There's a whole medical paper on this. Like people would just be on big thunder mountain and like peeing themselves. I, I, I don't, I don't know, but isn't um, that how you pass the kidney stone? I'm like you not birth sure. It? I'm not sure. <laughs> How strange. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, and he tested on other roller coasters on property. Nope. But I mean, so, Big Thunder Mountain's got some shake to it. That thing, yeah. sh- like, it's not like an aggressive coaster, but the thing vibrates like nobody's business. Exactly. So, you know the, what else? These, the other ride I think you would pass a kidney stone on is dinosaurs because that thing is trying to kill you. Yeah. It's, it, that's a rocky ride. So this is the type of internet rabbit hole that I love to go down. And this podcast gives fuels my desire for internet rabbit holes. I, I was going to say, like, there's nothing, there's no better subject to scratch that niche with than discontinued products. Yes, yes. Um, um, so today we are, we, we are, for the first little bit of the season, you know, we started with Furbies, which was, of course, you know, from... More from our childhood, but we're gonna start now with some uh, some oldies but goodies. We're rolling back. Yeah, we're rolling it back for the first little bit of this season. Uh, so we're we're starting uh, with today with clackers. Um, though I did find that they had many a name. They did. Did you write them down? I did not write them down. Ooh, which I that did. would have been smart. Uh, but seeing as you're the smart person that wrote them down, go ahead. Um, so clackers are, there were, there were a lot. These were the, the ones that I grabbed though. Uh, they were also known as click clacks, bolas, kerbangers, and knackers. <laughs> Teehee. <laughs> <laughs> Teehee. Um, 
And just uh, for posterity, they were rele- they weren't around long. They were released in the late sixties and discontinued by nineteen seventy six. Okay, so if you have no idea what these are, these were two glass sphere like balls mm-hmm. on a string, and with you like would, a thing to hold on to. Yeah, like a thing to hold on to, and you would put the string, you know, like halfway, so the balls were hanging down, and you'd like, you know, put your hand up and down. And wow, we're really going to need the explicit warning on this one, aren't we? <laughs> Up and down, and then the balls would would clack together, and so the idea was to like get them get them you know going in a rhythm, so like kind of think like a weird version of Newton's cradle where they're going, they're swinging upwards, slamming in, and then swinging back down. It's just a complete motion back and forth. Oh, but the see, momentum is read- coming from you. I read that the really talented people could make them clack up and down, but you could the the like basic people, the you know the normies would just go up and down lightly, and it would like just clack just on the bottom. But if you got it going, you could go clack clack from the top and the bottom, and then you would lose an eye. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I guess we probably should let let's start with some of the like you know. Uh, I, I loved some of the history here. I loved oh uh, that. Amazing. Clack, my favorite sentence that I read was clackers are similar to the appearance of bolus, the Argentine weapon. I'm like, oh, uh, good. Yeah. <laughs> good that a child's toy has a uh, similarity to a weapon. Always, always great. Mm-hmm. Really safe. Oh, and I love that um, in one of the court cases, it was... The United States versus article consisting of 50,000 cardboard boxes, more or less each containing one pair of clacker balls. Yeah. That was my other favorite sentence that I read. I I was just dumbfounded. First off, I was dumbfounded by what they were made out of. And you already said it. They were made of glass. Who? I don't. It's tempered glass. And I don't care. Like, I know marbles, I think, are technically made of glass. And you slam those together. But in whose mind was it a good idea to make something where the point is, is to get them to slam together frequently and fast and make it out of glass? Okay, well, marbles make sense to me because, like, marbles when you like, when, Flick them. I you don't have marbles, the velocity. Like, you just don't have the velocity behind it. These did. So, I mean, what we're getting at here is the reason that these were discontinued is because they were dangerous. They were dangerous. They would shatter, and then glass pieces would fly everywhere. And well, don't like, worry, they they fix it because then they do plastic because plastic doesn't shatter, right? I mean, it, that that it made a comeback. I want to say what was it? The nineties. So the nineties are different. So they fixed clackers in the 70s to be made out of plastic. And then that that's a whole other story we'll get into. They still end up getting to continue. The clackers we had in the 90s, unless I was wrong about this, they were on a plastic stick and they yeah. could own, and they would go side to side. And you're supposed to like spin. It, it didn't work very well. I, I had a set and I got oh. them at a party. They were a party favor. It's the Chuck E. Cheese, like, yeah. you know, 10 ticket thing where you like you got and you spun it. And then like you got your wrist going to where we go clack, 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 clack. Because I think that limits the velocity a little bit more. Correct. It was all made of plastic. They, the balls weren't separate plastic pieces, and it wasn't like hefty plastic. Like I don't think there was there was no way you could get it going the same way these other two, which had a lot more free range of motion, just being on one long connective string. Yeah, yeah. So yes, they were shattering, and uh, uh, people were getting injured. And um, the Society for the Prevention of Blindness got involved and released a warning statement and then the FDA had to get involved yeah um, in response to the the um society prevention of blindness in 1971 the FDA puts ev- their heads together they all like 
come together and they have to create a new set of safety standards for manufacturers, um, including prote- uh, prescriptive testing and stringent stri- record keeping. Uh, that was a massive, you know, problem for the makers of clackers who just put glass on a string and went, here you go, kids. Um, and that's what pulls the toys that the FDA, the FDM, the FDA uh, has to, that puts these new testing measures into motion, which I find hilarious. So like clackers influenced a lot more than I realized because then the FDA does this clackers comes off the market and SNL does a whole skit about it with Dan Aykroyd being a shady businessman. You're making a face. Did you not know? Did you I not did read not about know about this. So there's a SNL skit um, where he plays a shady businessman. And I think it looks, it looks like he's being interviewed by, um, is it the oh, consumer probe one? Yeah, maybe um, by, I want to say Jane Curtin usually played like the straight faced, but it almost looks like, Oh, who's the woman who played, Murphy Brown, uh, Candace oh, Bergen. Where he's it trying to like, sell bag of glass. Yeah, and he's like, "It's a bag of glass. Like kids are gonna pick up the glass on the streets anyway, but you know, we're just gonna put it in a bag for them." Because Clackers had created such a like everyone was freaking out. Like they were terrified of Clackers. There was this. I watched this video on YouTube about Clackers in Europe and how like they were testing them, trying to hold them up to the. Um, American testing standards, but it wasn't working. So they changed the testing standards. And even then they weren't really getting past, like they were lowering the testing standards. And even then they weren't being able to roll out, like make one or two that weren't exploding on impact. (laughs) I, I just cannot think of anything more jarring that like you're playing with clackers, you're having a good time. And then just all of a sudden there's glass everywhere. Oh, it was. So did I don't even know how to like the joy that this brought me and the concept of them all exploding here. They, I don't think they did. Otherwise I'm sure I would have read an article. Did you see the competition? No. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I'm so excited to share this. So clackers became extremely popular. Um, and some places would make them out of wood or metal. So they were a little safer. Oh yeah. Metal seems really, really safe. I mean, they're not going to explode, but that's a legit weapon. I mean, so would they've been made out of glass too. I guess you're right. Um, There was always a legit weapon. Clackers became so popular in a tiny town in Italy called, I'm going to mispronounce it, but bear with me. Cal, Calcinatello or Calcinatello, C-A-L-C-I-N-A-T-E-L-L-O, that there was a annual Clackers competition. Oh. Mm -hmm. And so this is what I was able to kind of figure out about it. So the contest was organized by a former boxer and a parish priest. And the enthusiasm, I mean, people came from around the world to do this. People from, uh, people who were Dutch, French, Belgian, Swiss, uh, British. And a seven-year-old girl flew in from Canada to participate. Apparently she was eliminated within the first 15 minutes. Um, In Italy, this... They were referred to as uh, battatori, which translates roughly to beaters. Okay. And this is, a, I think, I believe this is an exact quote from the newspaper article I read about this. Um, after a tense and deafening competition, love that deafening, uh, <laughs> Gu- Guitero Penagili 
a 19-year-old furniture restorer became the first world champion of Click Clack, which I believe is trying to get them to do that up and down thing for a, probably a long period of time. There's no exact what this competition was, but I think it was just, can you get them to go, you know, can you keep them going like a, a, a time wow. event? That's, um, that, that's crazy. There was no cup or medal for the winners, but the prizes included a local claret or claret, salami, a live lamb, chickens, cheese, and baskets of fruit. I freaking love it. I think next Olympics, they should scrap the medals and give live animals live as animals. the prizes. <laughs> um, the game became prominent um, in Italy, and there was uh, the Golden Click Clack competition uh, that was held on July 30th near Milan. Wow. The contest, that contest, which is different than the one I mentioned in the smaller town, um, was also organized by a parish priest. Uh, acting in in his function as the leader of the small Italian community to boost morale. Uh, the winner of that one was a 24-year-old named Roberto, and he was said to have gone for an hour and a half nonstop. Um, and he said, like, his quote of winning was, it's a very relaxing game. I mean, I can see that. Like, it's the Zen thing of, like, you're doing a repetitive motion, and I mean, it's kind of why, and and that uh, that's very much of a lot of toys of that time. Like mm-hmm. yo-yos are the same thing. That it's a lot of just repetitive motion. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying apparently, to like, oh, sorry, what were you saying? Like a hoop and stick is yeah. like a, you know a very repetitive motion of trying to get this thing going. So I can understand like the idea of you know the idea of why like sensory toys like fidget spinners or something like that is relaxing because it's just kind of this constant thing that you're doing. Uh, now, according to an Italian toy merchant, during their popularity, they would sell about 80 to 100 sets of clackers a day. Um, but later on, it deteriorated to only selling about 30, which I think is still a lot. Mostly married women, specifically in their 30s and 40s, were buying click clacks so that they could show off their abilities to their husbands. And click clacks cost roughly about 65 cents back then. I I love the idea of... Like women like getting ready and like, okay, um, I, how does my hair look? Um, you know, how, how, how do I look? Okay. Okay. Now I need you to watch my clackers routine and see if it's going to impress him. Yeah. I just, that tickles me. Like I think of like, you know, like we talked about this a little bit in the food exhibit where we're talking about different ads and how you would gender specifically advertise like with the Willy Wonka, like mom's got to help you make the chocolate. Like. I'm just imagining, like, don't don't worry about ma- putting dinner on the table, ladies. Show your husbands your click clack skills. Like that just tickles me. <laughs> and did you see uh, the appearances of clackers in pop culture? No, please inform me. Oh, um, so uh, it appeared in a 2000 episode of Drake and Josh. Oh, ooh, that takes um, me back. And in a 2008 episode of Zoe 101, which describes the toys as the hottest in the 1993 Netherlands. I, okay. Not really. A, in 2008, it was 18. I was really not watching a whole lot of Zoe 101, so don't really know the context of all of that. Uh, in 1993, the Clackers was a plot point in Love and Sausages episode of the Kids in the Hall TV series. I've never even heard of that show. Um, and then uh, they were used as weapons by Joseph Joestar, the protagonist of the battle tendency arc of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Well, yeah, because it's a weapon. Yeah, yeah. Clackers a- <laughs> are a weapon. Because <laughs> it's, it's a weapon. Um, so I, I appreciated that clackers were, were such a, um, 
you know, prevalent thing that that we have put into our pop culture. And but you pointed towards in in your description of the very loud description of another reason why I think these got discontinued was Mm -hmm. because they were loud and repetitive motion. And I'm pretty sure if I was a parent and my kid picked up, I mean, I am a parent. And if my kid picked up some clackers, I would be done. (laughs) I mean, we talked about this last week with the Furby, like the concept of people were so annoyed with how it would never shut up. Um, this at least I could control. I could break the clackers yes. and like cut them free and be like, no more. We're that, done that's here. The, that's the really good. I mean, a pair of scissors kind of takes care of this problem. I mean, I suppose you can take two strings and try to clack them together, but that's that's much harder. Yeah. And that's how you break a finger. Yeah. <laughs> I I love toys from the 50s and 60s because it all seems like a good idea. <laughs> And then and then you like research it now and you go, wow, this was a really bad idea. Like you said, like, how did we think that slamming glass together was going to be a good idea? And it it just feels like in in 50s and 60s, there just was not as much of the regulatory stuff. And so they're just, you know, just was what it was. I think what what the the biggest thing about uh you know the 50s and 60s where it's glaring I watched the imagineering story on the opening of Disneyland and I knew about the opening of Disneyland as well. And it was like there was there was only they had to open the certain day and the plumbers could only either get working toilets or working water fountains. And Walt was like, well they can just you know they have to be able to go to the bathroom but but they can just buy water and like the pavement isn't dry and there's stuff that's malfunctioning. I'm like, this would never go over today. There's like all kinds of regulations before you open of, you got to have this, you got to have this, you got to have this, you got to have this. But in 1955, it's like, yeah, whatever, who cares? You don't have water for people, whatever. Um, Whereas that, that would never fly today. And I'm sure there's plenty of other places in the fifties and sixties. Like if you talk to people that were alive and open businesses, I'm sure you just like bought a storefront and started selling stuff and that was it. Like there, there's just so much now of regulations and safety things. And I'm not saying that that's, that's a bad thing. I I think it is good that we are not putting products out into the world that are blowing shards of glass into people's eyes. But I, I, I think it's it's interesting to like read about this kind of stuff and go, man, how did someone not go, you know, this is maybe a bad idea. I just I'm I'm a little fascinated by the concept that someone thought the toy would be fun. I think that about a lot of things though. I go, why did we think that this was fun? Who walked into the boardroom and went, I'm gonna put two marbles on a string? Now bear with me, we're gonna sell thousands of these. Like why like how how are we that like we're like a hoop and a stick like why are we so simply captivated and why is that such a like a big deal like i mean like again we talked about the furby that can talk it can move it could do things that no one had ever seen done before that to me i get it i see why everyone's going to want that it's a it's essentially a talking stuffed animal kids are going to go crazy and play with it why would i want to just by myself slam two balls together on a string i I could toss a ball to a friend. It just, it doesn't translate why that's a cool toy to me. But even like that's where that comes around all the time. You remember silly bands? 
It was like they're rubber bands yeah. that have shape. It's like why why do, and you can't see the shape when it's on your wrist. Like why what's the point of this? Even fidget spinners to a point. Like Oh, fidget it's spinners a, don't even get me started. Like it's a ball bearing that just goes around and around and around and around and around and yet that was like the cool thing to have. You wanted to collect more of them so you could take them out and switch them out and all this other stuff and I'm like this is this this, this isn't fun. You just spin it and that's it. Because I've tried those before and because I, I can be a little sensory, like I like my sensory things. I like holding things, you know, like I'm the clicking of the pen. I'm mm-hmm. the twiddling the pen in my fingers kind of person. And I try to fidget spinner. I'm like, this is, I don't I don't get this. This does not make sense to me. And so it's always the stupidest things. And I'm always like, gosh, dang it. Why didn't I think of that? Like rubber bands, but shapes. So when fidget spinners had first come out. My mom had heard about them. I don't think she had seen one before. Maybe she had it. I don't remember 100%. But I remember she had heard about them. They were really popular. I had seen them and I'd seen them in practice. And I knew that everyone was angry about them. And everyone was annoyed by their existence. Teachers hated them. Blah, 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 blah. My mom bought one at a Walgreens. She, I'd taken her to a Walgreens. She comes out and she has one. And she's like, look what I found. And I was like, yeah. And it was like one of the first off-brand ones. You know, all the regular ones had already been so... And I was like, yeah, why'd you get a fidget spinner? She was like, well, there's everyone loves them. Apparently they're so cool. And like, it's impossible to get one right now. And I was like, do you know what it does? And she was like, yeah, it's a toy. Like you do. And I'm like, she took it out of the box and she's like, how does it work? And I took it and I held it between my fingers and I spun it. And I went, this is it. This is all you do with it. And she was like, that's stupid. And she put it back in the box and she went right back in and returned it. She's like, I'm not spending money. On spinning something between my fingers. I thought it did something or made a sound. I was like, no, you just spin it. Yeah. But yet it's always those. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like we said, you know, with the Furbies, with like, I mean, even a Tickle Me Elmo is like it it interacts and does some stuff. But it's it's always the simple stuff that to me just people just latch onto. And I think clackers is just another example of that, that, Mm -hmm. that people just went, oh my gosh, I'm sure the balls were different colors and, you know, people know how to market that type of stuff and it it just becomes this fad. And, but I'm with you, like there's just stuff that comes out that I go, what? I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get why people want this. Now there's one other thing that I wanted to talk about when I was researching clackers because I cackled, they came back. Oh, recently I think... came back. Are you talking Egypt? Yes, I am. Yes. <laughs> um, I read so many articles about this. And I and I, I didn't, I just read this one and I was like, what is happening here? Um, so I guess in Egypt, um, they're called, I'm probably pronouncing this person's name wrong, um, but I'm rolling with it. Uh, CC's balls as an yes. S-I-S-I apostrophe S. Um, referring to the um, how do I say this politely? Uh, downstairs area of the Egyptian president, um, Abdel, who oh, I'm going to say this middle name wrong, uh, Fatah, F-A-T-T-A-H, um, Al-Sisi. Um, and so the name is referring to him and uh, police were arresting people for selling them. And they confiscated over 1,400 sets of these toys Um and because for some odd out-of-the-box reason, the government considered this offensive. Um, so I don't think they're selling them anymore. But in 2017, uh, they came back in Egypt as an, uh, as a uh, joke toy about the president. Yes. Um, but that was apparently, that was not, 
I, I read some interviews with some toy sellers there that said, that's not what I thought it was. I just thought, oh, great. Kids are buying this. And so it was kids that were, it was like middle school kids, which, okay, friends, middle school kids, this is, this is like middle school, school humor. My wife was a band teacher and a kid got in trouble because he was singing jingle balls instead of jingle bells. And <laughs> objectively jingle balls is kind of funny but that's the that's like the middle school humor like balls is funny and talking about someone's balls is hilarious because haha we're in middle school and so i'm sure this was middle school kids are like ha 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 cc's balls ha 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 and then it just caught on and for whatever reason the president was like oh i can't take a joke and yeah like the one toy owner was like yeah i had to close up shop and i got rid of them because i was i was fearful they were going to shut down my shop. Thankfully, they didn't. But yeah, like 41 people got arrested and yeah, they confiscated a bunch of them. And I think that's just that's just funny. That just just at 2017. Like that's recent. That's real recent. That's only five years ago. I mean, it feels like 20 years ago, but <laughs> don't say that out loud. It's still still not that long ago. So, yeah, you know, it just it, I guess we kind of come to the do we think these should come back? I think if they... So I think this is the ideal time for them to come back because of fidget toys. That's all this is. It's a fidget toy. It's not like hotcakes. Do I want clackers to exist? No, they sound loud and annoying. But if they took make, the, them out of, make them out of rubber, though. Like, if you made them out of, like, that Super Bowl material, it wouldn't be as loud. True. There you go. I think I th- they're... Sorry, go for it. I was just going to say, you know, I think we're at this time in science where we could do the product research to find the right kind of plastic. I think part of it, though, I think part of the toy mat is that it clacks. Like, yeah, it'd be, it'd be weird to have clackers that didn't make a clack. That just thunked. <laughs> have thunkers. <laughs> um, but so I know, like, in this day and age, we could probably make a durable plastic. I just don't know if toy makers for something so small and insignificant would want to invest the time and the money to do that to make I it th- safely. I think it's too bulky. Like that's the other thing. Like a fidget spinner I can do in class while I'm fidgeting. I can't go like this and wave my arms around and have balls flying around and clacking have you met while kids? I'm kids, they're gonna try. I mean that's they will, but them. a fidget spinner, a teacher goes uh, again, I, I I know a lot of teachers I've substitute taught someone's fidget spinning it's quiet whatever do your thing like as long as you're doing your work i don't care if someone's doing their work but going clack 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 yeah i'm stopping that right now <laughs> um but i could totally see them making a comeback i don't want them to but i think if now would be the right time for them to pull that stunt with like the fidget cubes and the fidget spinner it's just another fidget toy but it's an annoying fidget toy yeah, see, that's I, that's why I don't want it. There's plenty of great fidget toys out there, sensory toys. There's plenty of them. I definitely, as a person that still works with youth, I definitely do not want clackers to come back because I do not want to have to go to functions and hear the clacking noises of clackers. Uh, now, that being said, if you really want a set of clackers... Oh, how much do I have to pay? You can still get them. You can get them on eBay ranging from $17 to $45. Okay, that's not bad. This is probably one of the cheapest items um, outside of the McDonald's napkin, the McPizza yeah. napkin that I've yeah. seen. 
Um, but it makes the most sense. I'm sure you can still find them at antique stores and Goodwills and places like that. And you're going to find them from ranging from plastic to metal to wood to the glass. Um, I would love to know the science behind how much force needs to happen for it to actually shatter. I don't think it's as much force as time. I think the amount of time you essentially repeatedly in the same, cause it's going to hit in the same spot roughly mm-hmm. every time um, it's going to start to wear. And inside of that glass, inside of that plastic, it's going to start to crack. And then um, bait that video I watched, we switched scripts um, back when we finished uh, food. You had started doing sciencey things and I'd focused on history and now we've <laughs> inverted um, what was causing them to break was that they weren't 100% solid on the inside. And you can't prevent that really when you make things. There's going to be air pockets. Yeah. So depending on the positioning and the amount of air pockets in the plastic and the glass, it'll, it's going it, to, I mean, it's going to erupt no matter what. It just, it's time. Like how long does that repeat it? I'm doing a hand motion like you at I, home <laughs> can see it, but Matt can and that's all that matters. Um, you, you know what we're talking about. Um, that's I, I, I think what causes it. I would just love to see like someone take a bunch of clackers and really do like how many how many clacks how many clacks does it take to get to the center of a tootsie pop? Exactly, exactly. Except how many clacks does it take to have permanent eye damage? <laughs> well, anything else on clackers before we uh, close up shop for the night? Um, no, I think I've I hit everything I wanted to hit on clackers. Um, they, I, again, the first thing I saw was that they had originally been made out of glass. When I started my research, and I went, we're off to the races. Yeah, this is here hilarious. We go. <laughs> Who was like, let's put glass for kids to slam together. I was like, this is going to be great. Um, well, I wasn't it, disappointed. Well, and like people knew that like you could cut yourself on glass in the 60s, right? I don't know. I wasn't alive in the 60s. But I'm pretty sure that people in the 60s knew that like if you found broken glass in the ground, you like had to be careful. I don't know. That's, that seems like a pretty modern idea and concept there, Matt. And so, you know, I just, I just think that again, who, 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 I mean, ultimately how does anything where you go, I mean, uh, how many slogans or, um, products have gotten out there where something goes horribly wrong and you go, how did this pass everybody and get out there? Um, it just, there's one that you just, there's, there's, I, I, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I, I, like, I know there's been like slogans or even like social media posts though that I understand more of how that gets out there is someone, you know, just hit send accidentally. <laughs> um, but we talked about that with the gummy bears. You said, how on earth did they not catch that people are going to have that violent of a reaction? Cause they didn't eat 25 of them and no one clacked it 3000 times. Yeah, no one's good. They be- went, yeah, this sounds good. Great. And remember, like we found out that one, the, the FDA didn't have such tight testing processes in place until clackers clackers started something. Yeah. Well, I mean, really anytime kids start getting injured, it's going to, you know, gonna make a difference so. i mean just like with wonderball i mean you couldn't put the the things in the toy because kids were gonna choke mm-hmm. that's disappointing though i get it we should protect the kids but give me a toy come on <laughs> give me something that can make me go blind i mean also <laughs> just think about like slamming them back and forth and then you accidentally lose your grip 
or the yeah. string snaps and the ball goes flying and kills somebody. Well, that's the other thing about it is like, I'm surprised. I'm sure there had to have been households where like somebody went to the ER because like their brother or sister threw clackers at them. Oh, for sure. Or like I can just see someone tripping over clackers. Like I trip over toys all the time around my house. Uh, if there was a pair of clackers, you better bet I'd be ending up like on my face on the floor because I trip over some clackers. I mean, yeah. I, from what I gather, like the weapon is 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 you like, like whip it around your head and you ch- and the weight of the balls carry it. And I think I think you could like smack someone with it. Like I yeah. think you could whip it in someone's head. But I think you're also able to like chuck it at their legs so yes. it'll catch and tie them up and the weight of the balls will entangle them so that they they fall down yes, and exactly you can catch exactly them. so i'm pretty sure that that happened too so i just it yeah I, I i'm always fascinated with how did this make it through and and even i'm fascinated modern wise too of that there are toys that still don't make it and get discontinued for safety reasons i'm like wow with all the testing we have in place how does this still happen <laughs> I know it's well because sometimes people just make things without the best intentions. They're just well, trying to. And we're also human. There. Humans make mistakes. And we're happy that people make mistakes because it gives us more content. content. And that's now, what it's all about, folks, yeah. right? Content. <laughs> content. <laughs> next week's mistake is oh, it's so good. I can't wait. I can't oh, wait for goodness. next week because next oh. week kind of to me tops clackers and its stupidity. Oh yeah, which is sad because the story. I'm getting out of myself. I'm getting out yeah, of myself. Save it. Save it for next time. Let's let's close up for the night, Chris. How do they get a hold of us? Um, if you are interested in um, contacting Matt or I, you can do so through um, our Instagram or our Twitter or our email. Our email is discontinuedondisplay at gmail.com. Our Instagram is at discontinuedondisplay, and on Twitter we are at discontinuedpod. I am going to apologize because I'm horrible at checking our Twitter. So if you've ever tweeted at us or messaged us on Twitter, I've probably missed it. Um, I frequently check the Instagram. It's the best place to get a hold of us. Um, And it's also where I post really fun polls and pictures, and it's a great way to interact with all um, our other discontinued fans. We need need, um, names for our guests. I know we're not that famous yet, but we need it. Like, I want believers. Oh, yes. I mean, ultimately, we just need names for for us. I mean, this this podcast is all for us anyway, Um, because if nothing else, even if no one listens to this, we have learned fascinating things that we can now bring to our, uh, uh, you know, Thanksgiving's coming up. You might need something to talk about. We had now have 14 episodes and by Thanksgiving, we'll have many more. Uh, of great conversation starters, Mm -hmm. especially like maybe your grandparents had a pair of clackers. Maybe maybe you had an uncle or an aunt that you never met because they died because of clackers. I I don't know. You, know, you um, never like, know until you bring it up at dinner. Got to bring it up at Thanksgiving dinner. Um, so, yes. Oh, also, um, rate review us, please. Um, if you, Especially if you're on Apple Podcasts, it really does help. We had someone uh, message us and be like, hey, I found you on the algorithm. And, and that's, again, all thanks to you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think we close up the museum for the night. Thank you so much for joining us, guys, and we cannot wait to see you next week. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.